Welcome to the Dog Zone 9000, the official podcast of 1900 Hot Dog, America's last comedy website. I'm Robert, Rob Barbarian Brockway, and with me on this and all of life's adventures is Sean Baby the Sean Barbarian. I love it. I was really hoping I'd get a Barbarian nickname. Thank you. Of course. Of course you do. And our special guest today, fantasy author Brian the Barbarian <laughs> McClellan. <laughs> I, f- I feel like I may have gotten robbed a little bit on that one. The bar- the barbarian? The bri- the barbarian. I don't know. I, I like barbarian. You make your own. Barbarian's good. Barbarian? Yeah. There you go. I'll go with that one. We 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 found it. We found it together on the, on this adventure. It was a good journey. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me on today. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, Brian writes a little bit of everything from fantasy to urban fantasy. <laughs> But uh, you probably know him best Both from the types of pow- books. Yeah, all of them. That's all the genres. Uh, probably best known for the Powder Mage series. Uh, I just want to say a little bit about them. I love them. I love those books. I know some fantasy authors have done like, what if there was magic, but also guns? And I, I know some fantasy authors have done, what if there were magic guns? But you've done, what if magic was guns? Oh, yeah. And it's just... Uh... It's fantastic. I bet you have a better way to explain that. <laughs> I no, not really. I mean, I I've been doing conventions and crap for eight years, and that's about the best I've come up with too. Well, you can feel free to use it, uh, Brian. Is there anything you want to plug today before we get started on our barbarian adventure? Oh man, I mean, I guess uh, yeah. You you handled my books. I, I've got my own podcast as well that Robert was on not that long ago. Uh, Page break Hell with yeah. Brian McClellan. And I just uh, have casual chats with my fellow creative professionals. Yeah, and it's great. It's great. It's a good time. It's easy listening. Lots of smooth jazz. (laughs) Yep. It's good stuff. All right. Well, we have to get into it because it's... I I fear I have overdone this on this epic fantasy adventure. Uh, Today, we will be playing a new game. And this is called Brockway's Barbarian Bad Ventures. Although that is not the real name. That will certainly change. Certainly. I... uh, I'll have Jamie splice the real name in post. (laughs) And for our first episode, we will be watching and playing the 1987 fantasy movie, The Barbarian, starring the Barbarian Brothers. Do you know who they are? No. Oh, um, I do. Um, I know their names are Peter and David, Paul. Uh, David died last year. Uh, uh, see, I that's know. the danger with doing any research at all into professional wrestlers. This is <laughs> just always yeah, will never end in news. wrestling tragedy. Wait, wait, is this a? <laughs> I do know. Is this a Peter Paul and Mary cro- crossover? Yes, uh, their third brother is named Mary. Okay, and uh, she's still with us. Uh, she has six arms. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of other facts I know about these guys. Uh, my brain always mixes them up with Jose and Ozzy Canseco. But then I remind myself that uh, Peter and David are the sane ones and Jose and Ozzy are the uh, insane ones. Uh, I did know about this Barbarians movie. I think I might have saw five minutes of it when I was a kid. So I'm not going to spoil any game that you have planned. Um, I know they did a movie from the objectively best genre, uh, which is the strong, incompetent guys get hilariously hired as nannies genre. Oh, hell um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever written a book in that genre, Brian, but it's my favorite. Uh, that movie was called Twin Sitters. And they were muscle chefs who saved a lake, if I remember that right. <laughs> I am scribbling uh, notes as we speak. <laughs> and what else? I know one more thing about the Barbarian Twins. Uh, they were in a, a deleted scene in Natural Born Killers where they played themselves. And I think Mickey and Mallory either killed them or like were in the process of killing them when they realized who they were. And uh, they cut it because Oliver Stone said they were overacting. And I remember distinctly on the commentary track, he says, I blame myself. Which I think was really nice of him, but uh, he has he has more than one Oscar, so I, th- no, I've, I think I've it might this. have been their bad. I blame them. I've seen this. Yeah. I blame them. Imagine how bad you a job you have to do to be cut from Natural Born Killers, <laughs> where the entire point is that it's just this over-the-top, not-quite-real, bizarre, <laughs> right. crazy, like, you can do anything. Everybody was just chewing fucking scenery. Imagine being told yeah. you're overacting in that movie. <laughs> oh, that's that's rough. That's real rough. That's- got to be heartbreaking. A deleted scene from it. My God, I didn't realize that existed. Incredible. I know we're short on time. Uh, that's all I know about them. I promise. Cut. At least I think so. I mean, some of them might get jarred as we go. Well, I'm glad we didn't delve too deep into the tragedy right up top. So, Well, he led a, led a full life. It's not like he died of some tragic cause. Oh, good. Like good. Old from 
I, I just I naturally causes. assume murder suicide, but uh, and it's usually like 50-50 <laughs> with professors. That's how Jose and Ozzy will go. Yeah, for certain. <laughs> all right. Before I bring us too far down, uh, basically <laughs> to sum up, all you really need to know is they were big and they could sort of talk, and that's really right. all you needed to helm an eighties fantasy movie. Yeah, yeah, and we and they looked right. awesome. They looked like Conan. Yes, they just they looked like you duplicated Conan. Yeah, that sounds perfect. And it's great. So anyway, uh, I have watched The Barbarians. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've studied The Barbarians, and we've established <laughs> neither of you did or at least haven't watched very much of them. So I will be your Barbarian Master, and you will be playing The Barbarians. I will give you the characters and scenarios. You tell me how you want to handle them, and we'll see how your response matches up to the movies. Great. Got it? This is like from the... Great book, Ready Player One. If if you insist, I made it like five pages into Ready Player One. I felt like I got the gist. No, they had a thing in that uh, book where he would go inside a movie and then just have to act in the movie. And that was the entire game. You just like, he was Matthew Broderick and just had to do war games. And uh, he could have written anything. He could have invented any video game. And this was like his dream video game was just reciting war games. Presumably exactly over and over. played out. Yes, exactly oh. as it played out. Like, so we've got bonus one points up for... on Ready Player yes. One. Uh, yes. Because this you will Ready be Player telling one, me. Real. Yeah, you will be telling me how you would handle this prompt. And then we will compare your responses to see how close to Barbarian you have gotten. Yeah, that sounds great. Sweet. Okay. Well, Sean, you are the beefy Barbarian Kuchek. 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 And Brian, you are the Barbarian Beefcake Gore. Ooh, could you could you spell that for me? G O R E Gore. Mm, I don't like it. Now. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. I gotta be honest. <laughs> Thought it was two R's, didn't you? I I was th- hoping yeah. there was an H in there somewhere. Ooh, that would have been good too. Two R's and an H. Yeah, I think you could fit two apostrophes in that. Oh hell yeah! I mean, or amateur. <laughs> the H is silent and behind an apostrophe. All right. Bear with me through the setup exposition. Our story begins in the detailed fantasy world of unnamed. You (laughs) are children of the Ragnik tribe, a beloved troop of entertainers whose ancestors traded a mountain of gold for a single magical ruby, which grants the power of happiness. I'm not kidding. Your queen, Canary, wears it in her belly button like an exotic dancer. You are identical twins, marked with the sign of the road to show that you belong to the Ragnicks, and you are currently playing innocent games with your best friend and girl, Kara. Suddenly, your caravan is attacked by the forces of the merciless Kadar. He has I a make perm. them happy. I make them happy using the power of our ruby. <laughs> it's, not, it's not quite there yet. You will get this chance. Okay. Uh, Kadar has a perm, a mullet, and dreadlocks at the same time. He fucking means business. You're in a lot then of he trouble. deserves my happiness. Yes. The evil sorceress China is by his side. Yes, she is ethnic. No, she's not the wrestler. <laughs> Queen Canary take tasks an elderly man with running away and hiding the ruby of happiness that she keeps in her belly button while you all are captured. Now it's your first decision. This one goes to both of you. <clears throat> okay. Is it? I have you, a question. Is this protocol like... Normally, I imagine this ruby is very precious. We traded a mountain of gold for it. They had to have been some sort of procedures in place. Like, what do we do if bad guys come to get the ruby? Is it is this part of the plan? Give it to the old man and run. It does. It does seem like a part of the plan that they have worked out in advance. Okay. They don't tell him. They don't talk about the hiding spot. He just leaps off a wagon. This 80-year-old man, he jumps off the wagon and tucks and rolls like an expert and just sprints okay. off into the distance. Nobody chases him, so it's all fine. I asked my identical twin brother, Gore, if he remembers what we're supposed to do in this presumably prepared for situation. Oh, oh, man. I I assume that we're supposed to act kind of injured for four or five days uh, (laughs) while there's a bit of a montage of us being taken into slavery. Mm, Pretty good. Uh, right uh, now, keep in mind, you are two young juggling twins. Uh, the evil Kadar is threatening your queen with his sword and his army. Uh, I have that a question. Is the specific are, are we, scenario. Are we so jacked as shit? No, you're two. You're like eight years old. Oh, eight. Uh, you okay. know how to juggle. Uh, you do know how to juggle. 
uh, uh, then I, I, I would, I, I would suggest to my brother that we juggle to prove our worth to our captors and maybe distract them long enough for the queen to escape. Mm. Using the power of our twin connection, I just felt it before he said it. I'm already juggling. Oh yeah, sweet. Uh, that that is not what they did in the movie. Uh, here is the correct answer. You run up and bite his fingers off. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is how jugglers communicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pretty... just you run right up and bite his fingers off because you're fucking hardcore. Uh, Kadar obviously slaps you just right down and moves to kill you. Queen Canary promises to be his slave forever if he spares you, and he very sus- suspiciously says, "As long as I live, these two will never die by my hands or the hands of mm. my men." Okay. Oh. Queen Canary, of course, takes this deal with no further questions. Now, your second decision is coming up. The sorceress, China, takes those mm. severed fingers and asks, which one of you did this? What do you say? Oh. Uh, that, that's... As jugglers, we cannot lie. Yeah. That is the um, juggler's that, code. That's standard, right, for jugglers. <laughs> um, I, we, we did it together, didn't we? I guess we could each say we bit one yeah, off. Yeah, we each I, bit I one off. Yeah. I like that. Fantastic. That's a great idea, you're, Gore. You're right in line. Uh, that is the answer. You, you both say me. Mm, so, of sweet. course, she turns the fingers to dust with her magic, then blasts you with her magic finger dust and makes jazz hands until you're covered with cobwebs. This does nothing, and you both <laughs> ignore it. You are given to a man named Dirtmaster. Uh, oh, I didn't stop. Yeah. That's his name. His name is Dirtmaster. He wears an adorable horn on a headband, like his fursona is a unicorn, but he doesn't have the terms to express that properly. You two are separated, thrown in a prison called the Pit, and trained for arena fighting. Now I'm going to split you up briefly. Oh. Kuchek. Okay, so Dirtmaster. Yeah. Dirtmaster has you cornered with a vicious dog. You are given a club. The dog will kill you. What do you do? Uh... I've been trained in happiness and finger biting. The dog has no fingers, but it does have feelings. I make the dog happy. Oh, that's a good, that's a good shot. However, you don't have the happiness ruby. Uh, So instead, you throw the club at Dirtmaster. That's that's your answer. (laughs) Thinking that the dog will, like, hate Dirtmaster and join my side? No, you just don't care. You just, you hate him enough. Uh, I'll have to to really recalibrate if that's who I am. There could be some... Okay, I can change gears. There could be some logic there, you know, like the the club, like, throwing a stick, hoping that the the dog will attack the Dirtmaster. Hey, maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe Uh, it's strategy. It doesn't work if that's the the, He's the smart twin. (laughs) But I'm, I'm the better juggler. I, I can promise you right now there are no smart twins in this movie. <laughs> All right, Gore, uh, you're in your own cage away from your brother. Mm-hmm. A deadly snake has made its way into your cage. What do you do? Um, yeah, and uh, man, like Sean says, we're 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 trained in happiness. Like, I I turn it into a living necktie. Oh, and- that's a lot of fun. However, the real answer is you throw the snake at Dirtmaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we're consistent. <laughs> yeah. It really seems Great like there's a big advantage of being the second twin to go, I think, is, is what we learned here. Well, you could not see each other. You're just that in sync. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. You were in the fighting pits prison. Uh, you're being tortured. You, Kuchek, are punished by a giant in a black helmet. And Gore, you're punished by a giant in a brass helmet. Now we're going to flash forward, and you're both ripped. Congratulations. Woo! The movie's exact words are, you grew until you were men, but not ordinary men, barbarians. (laughs) Just grew up and happened to be barbarians. It's fantastic. I love how they've stolen Conan all the way down to the structure. Yeah. They've stolen Conan all the way down to the structure. Uh, The opening narration starts with a variation on These Are the Days of High Adventure. Uh, Can Can you do the Mako voice, please? Oh, of course I can do the Mako voice. These are the days of high advent. No, I can't do the Mako voice. <laughs> you know I can't, you son of a bitch. Uh, they, that's a, that's actually- the show. We're fucking, your voice is, is shot. <laughs> yeah, you've shortened the show by an hour. Uh, they've actually stolen actual props from Conan. They have the skull helmets from uh, Red Sonia, the exact Amazing. ones. They just reuse them in this movie. Are they wearing oh. the shoes from Mario Brothers? <laughs> that's. <laughs> And it gives them super jumping powers. What do you do? Uh, no, it's you're in the prison. 
You are you are now about to face your first opponent in the fighting pits. Kuchek, uh-huh. you won't believe this. Your opponent is that bastard who tortured you in the black helmet. Gore, oh. this is insane. Your opponent is that bastard in the brass helmet. The both of you together. What do you do? Switch opponents. Um, I I do we so do we are we in there together? It's me and him. Yes. Then um uh, and and how long do we know how long this has been like? Uh, probably twenty years. 20, I want to say twenty years. So we've been on the mm-hmm. the wheel of pain for twenty years. You have been separated all this time. Oh, the circle of unpleasantness. Uh, yeah. Sorry, tra- trademarked. Um, I uh, I I feel like I'd probably just tear the guy's head off. Want that helmet. Cool. So you're tearing the head off, and Sean wants to switch opponents just to confuse him. Good tactics. Uh, the answer the movie presented was you're both going to pose like Dio and Holy Diver, and you're going to okay. do awkward, slow sword swings like at nobody, mm. and then fight. And it turns okay. out you are perfectly evenly matched because you are fighting each other. You are in the oh. black helmet, you are in the brass helmet. Uh, it was a game to get you to kill each other. No, you fight nobody until could have seen that Gore- coming. Nobody. Wow. Absolutely nobody. Brilliant screenwriting. Uh, you fight until Gore knocks off Kuchek's helmet. He realizes it's his own face under there, and he takes off his own helmet. And you now stand face to face with yourself for the first time in 20 years. Gore, what do you do? Uh, there's the... Um, I assume that I do the uh, the Marx Brothers skit. Uh, and, and like the mirror skit, where I'm trying to figure out if it's a mirror or not. But my brother is so in tune. Those are good antics. Yeah, it's just the same thing. We're doing the same thing exactly. Fantastic. That's actually pretty close. The real answer is you've completely forgotten that you're a twin. (laughs) You say, take a good look, you lump of hog piss. What are you doing with my face? And continue to fight. (laughs) Kuchek, you are being attacked by your idiot brother. What do you do? Uh, I block and say, uh, I think I'm figuring this out. I might not have your face. There might be a more reasonable explanation. That is almost exactly right. Uh, the answer is you do remember you're a twin and you, you also remember your twin's name and you say, Gore, you bloody idiot. It's me, your brother. Gore. Oh my God. Now, the, now you know what's your brother. That's almost word for what I said. Yes. Yeah, very on point. You are, you get extra barbarian experience. I am 7% Mark barbarian. Mark down two points of barbarian experience. Thank you. Ooh. Uh, all right. Gore, you now realize you've been fighting your own brother. What do you do? Oh, I throw myself on my knees and beg for forgiveness. Uh, just a great move. Very reasonable. The wrong answer. Uh, the correct answer <laughs> is you keep fighting him. <laughs> just, just because. So it's good. it seems like fun. When you said there isn't a smart brother, am I the dumber <laughs> of the dumb brothers? <laughs> No, no, you'll both get your chances to, uh, it's kind of like a cold war of stupidity where you're just going to be constantly one-upping each other with how fucking dumb you can be. I like that. So you'll get your time to shine, don't worry. Oh, good, good. And so, and Sean, I know, I know you've got, you've got the bummer of having the smart brother for now. Don't worry, you get real dumb. Okay, good. Thank you. All right, it seems all is lost. You're bound to kill each other when Queen Canary rushes out and screams for both of you to stop. You both stop fighting, immediately ally, and make your escape. Uh, You are each armed with a sword, but no armor, just loincloths. What is your first step? We've already escaped? No, you're making your escape right now. You've decided. Okay. Um, Kill the middle-aged hot lady who tried to... Or no, not kill. Capture the middle-aged hot lady who told us to stop fighting. Um, because I definitely don't recognize her if I didn't recognize my own stupid brother. Ooh, that's good barbarian thinking. Mm. That is really good thinking. Uh, okay. Trade loincloths. Trade loincloths. Also real good thinking. <laughs> they would never expect that. Uh, the real answer is you throw your swords away and you instead start lifting stuff. You just lift everything near you. It's great. You got to get your pump on. We've been away yeah. from the gym for like 12 minutes. Yeah. Uh, this works. You escape. Through the power of lifting, you lift enough to escape, and you not only escape, but you get horses. You're on horses, you're fleeing. Dirt Master is screaming in agony at having lost such magnificent beef statues. Uh, 
You are pursuing. I, I got to be honest. Force. I'll miss Dirtmaster a little bit. I know he's, I threw a stick at him when I was a kid, but he was he was and all right. We had our moments. Yeah, and threw yeah. a stick and and, and this is like the only guy that we've known for twenty years. Like this is our only mm-hmm. friend, and we're leaving. Like I'm shedding a tear as I escape with my life. Also, it's a Conan parallel, parallel because his uh, his trainer was also just weeping uncontrollably as his as his meat palaces fled into the night. <laughs> I don't he think just, he, he had to tell you. us that or he our audience. Well. We all remember Conan. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. You you escape into the forest. You're on horseback, but you're pursued by men who are also on horseback. What do you do? I, I uh, probably. Ru- why are we running from these wimps? That's I'm I'm doing uh, James Remar from the Warriors now. Because I think it'll serve me well in this barbarian circumstance. Yeah, that that seems like a good idea. You know, we we stop and fight. Um, probably nowhere strategic because we're dumb as bricks. Uh, yeah, we can just lift them. Yeah, that's my plan. Uh, we could throw a horse at them. Oh, I love it! We throw horses at them. Uh, you know, I'm gonna give you one barbarian point, not for getting right, but just because that's such good barbarian thinking. Oh, so, uh, yeah. mark one barbarian experience, bro. Oh yeah. Uh, the correct answer score. is you abandon your horses and run away on foot. This works. <laughs> the men ride on, oblivious. Oh, they were chase, they chase the horses. They no, they don't even see the horses. They just ride on. They, okay. They're following the road and they forgot they were chasing anybody. Uh, okay, so very interesting. So we should talk about relative IQs. So we're just assuming <laughs> this world is full of people just as dumb as us. Oh, you've hit it. You've hit it exactly. Okay. Everybody in this world is completely stupid. Every We're single do person. Really well here. Uh, nobody is smarter than you. Oh, this is this is the world I've hoped for my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> you are huge and powerful and made out of beef, and nobody is smarter than you. Everything comes up your way. All right, the men ride on oblivious. Uh, you meet a woman in a cage in the middle of the woods. There is nothing else around. No people. No civilization. This appears to be a forest cage for a forest woman. Her name is Esmina, and she refers to herself in the third person. She asks the both of you to come on over and nibble on this cage. What do you do? Hmm. Well, barbarians don't nibble, we bite. I bite the cage. Yeah. And invite my brother Gore to do the same. Let's bite it together. Yeah, we could bite from either side. Yeah. We'll eat our way to her. Strategy. And uh, then we'll have a test of strength to see who gets to bed her. I think Tactical that's... geniuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the correct answer is you leave. This is not your business. Oh. Well, we're <laughs> After very sorry, short... man. <laughs> <laughs> After a short walk, you find the burned caravan of your former tribe, the, Rag... the former tribe, the Ragnicks, long destroyed and overtaken by weeds. You mourn this loss the best way Beef Brothers know how, by exclaiming, There's nothing! No music! No colors! Then Aww. all of your people appear perfectly fine. Oh. What? They capture okay. you in a net. <laughs> <laughs> These are... Do, do we recognize them? Yes! You recognize them completely. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, they fetch the forest girl from the forest cage and set all three of you up for hanging. You carefully explain your identities. You tell them your names. You point out that you're twins and that you have a unique mark that they branded with you with on, on the neck from when okay. you were a little kid so that they would always recognize you. This has got to be enough. They do not check any of that. They don't care. Uh, you are going to be hanged. Hmm. Gore. Okay. For the crime of saying uh, there's no music? Yeah, uh, just being there. Okay. Oh, I assumed it had, didn't do anything. I assumed it had service. something to do with the cage. Like... Maybe maybe we we sinned against their cage god? No, mm. you left. You did not interfere at all with that cage. Now they have dragged the girl from right. the cage, That's... and all three of you are up on a platform tied to a branch. You're ready to be hanged. Gore, you're first. You just got hung. What do you do? Uh, I flex my nuck, ne- neck muscles yeah, yeah, until, yeah. until the noose pops. Fucking fantastic. That is exactly what you do. Yes. However, you also make... A bizarre walrus noise. <laughs> you do this repeatedly. Uh, I don't think I can do it. I'm going to try. Uh, you do that over and over again until the rope explodes from your neck expanding. You fall on the ground and laugh uproariously. You are still making the walrus noise, but now you're just doing it because it's funny. 
I'm just a very large I'm, baby who thinks that this is playtime. That I'm is so exactly proud of my you, brother. You guys are getting this so well. Oh, I'm so I'm so happy. Excellent. Okay, Kuchek. Uh, your brother did not rescue you. You just got hung. What do you do? Uh, same thing. I have no reason to change the plan. It's a perfect uh, plan. But surprisingly, no. Uh, you flex so hard, you burst the ropes tying your wrist, and then you grab the rope that you're hanging from, and you rip half the tree down. <laughs> okay. You are muscle monsters. <laughs> I like that I had my own spin on it. Yeah. yeah. You both did the same thing, where you just were too strong for reality. But uh, <laughs> you did your own thing your own way. Finally, this, uh, this display of strength is enough for the Ragnicks to think to check you for the identifying marks that you told them you have. Oh, yeah, now they're going to check us. Because everybody in this tribe has those marks, and everybody, remember, is just as stupid as you. Mm-hmm. You are proud and stupid people. Mm. <laughs> now they get it. Uh, they welcome you back. They rejoice at finding their lost members. Yeah, and I love their system of laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this justice system is fantastic. So your first, your first order of business, you ask for weapons to rescue Queen Canary. But the leader, Ebar, who looks like a sick Pee Wee Herman, says no one is strong enough to oppose Kadar. What do you do? D- demonstrate our strength. Yeah, did you just see what we did to those nooses? God, you're dialed in. You're so dialed. Mark five barbarian experience, Ebar. <laughs> oh. You say... You say, are you kidding? Look at us. We're huge. And then you lift the man up. <laughs> uh, Ismita butts in now to say she knows where you can find weapons. So Ebar cuts her loose. Uh, together, the three of you journey to a tavern called the Bucket of Blood, where you can buy weapons. That is what she meant by knowing where weapons were. She knows <laughs> okay, that you can knows- purchase them. Mm. Okay. And I assume we have no money. Uh, you have one gold piece and a ring. I um, sell as I have three words for you, Brockway. Three words, and they are demonstrate our strength. The time will come. Just just keep it in mind. It, it's, it's easy to forget, but I think you may have unlocked most of this game. <laughs> the Bucket of Blood is a crude structure in the middle of the forest. Nothing else around, much like the cage. This is a forest bar. It is just of the forest. Uh, You go inside, and it is wall-to-wall people. There's like 200 people in here. There's a girl doing a striptease on a giant bearskin rug. Another is erotically riding a horse around indoors. It just, it fucking rules. Sounds amazing. Do we get it? Do we have any options? You are about to. Uh, Remember, Gore, you need to find your contact for this secret black market weapons deal. Mm. What do you do? I walk up to the nearest person and ask for the secret black we- black market weapons man. Mm. Good. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. That is exactly what you do. <laughs> you slap the first guy you see and you say, "Hey, buddy, you know where we can buy weapons?" Guess this works. Yeah. <laughs> he's the he's the guy you needed to contact. He brings you to a man named Jackal. He is half your size. Uh, you don't have enough gold. You don't. The one gold piece and ring does not cut it. But instead of turning you away, he challenges you to an arm wrestling match. Mm. If you win, that saves you me so much weapons. time. That's what yeah. I was going to do. Right. You were going to propose that anyway. You're so happy he he asked you to do this. If the stakes are, if you win, you get the weapons, mm-hmm. and if he wins, he gets Esmina Gore. What do you answer? I mean, I have no attachment to this woman. Yeah, sure. That is exactly right. You have no attachment to this woman. You don't hesitate for a second. You say, yeah, I accept the deal. And uh, strong men kidnap her. Yeah. Kuchek. Kuchek, you are the one up on arm wrestling. Only. Okay. Twist. Jackal stands up and it turns out he's twice your size. He was just sitting down. Oh. So you do not understand how sitting down makes things look smaller. You kind of think That's... that everybody sitting is a very little person, and then they do magic to grow when they stand. Well, here's what I have in mind. I also stand up again. You like have a been second sta- stand up. Oh, shit. Oh, that is, that is a power move. That is barbarian <laughs> psychology right there. Uh, no, you just settle down and uh, go right to arm wrestling. Uh, you okay. arm wrestle. Uh, there is a snake that messes with you. I, I guess that's your thing. But no, that's, uh, my, that's my no, brother's that, thing. That's I'm my like, thing. I'm the dog guy. Right, right. He, so he chose the wrong twin. 
Uh, you, are, I can't believe you remember. I can't, I, can't, I can't believe you remember which twins you are. There's no way I have. There's no way in my notes I have it right. Which twins are which? I've switched probably twenty times, and you're like, no, I know which. I, perfectly. I can remember up to one things. Because the movie also does not give you any identifying markers between them. They're, you're dressed identically. Uh, nobody uses their name. You're just completely interchangeable from here on out. Anyway, Kuchek, you arm wrestle and have won the match. What do you do to celebrate? Uh, I tear his arm all the way off. Like, from the shoulder. That's my arm now. Very close. You punch him straight in the face. Okay. Then you punch everybody else in the face, and the two of you fight the entire bar in celebration. <laughs> this I love, works. They, I love it. Yeah. And they're into this. Are the people happy that we've given them, given them this great gift of combat? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, it works. You do not get the okay. weapons you came for. You flee with Ismina, but somehow she was a human slave in escrow this whole time. She has discovered information that will allow you to infiltrate the castle, and you forget the weapons entirely. Mm. I don't think we need them. Yeah, no. We can yeah. throw the horses at them. Yeah. We... I think you're inspired by how well that went. Yeah. That was way better just, than weapons. Yeah. Just fought a whole bar. What do you need weapons for? So, you run to town, ready for your rescue mission. But you need a disguise. You also need to avoid attention. A woman sleeps on a pair of cloaks nearby. Kuchek, what do you do? Let's see. Um, I slap the woman on, the, not violently, just to wake her up and ask her if she knows where we can buy some cloaks. Pretty close. Uh, the answer was you lift the woman straight up over your head and hold her there. She does not wake up. Uh, Gore, what do I you do? Considered a stealth mission. I wear the woman as a cloak. <laughs> Good barbarian. Mark one barbarian experience. <laughs> uh, the answer is you get the cloak. Uh, you don't have any comments. This was a perfect plan, and it went exactly like you hoped. Yeah, lifting sure. things. That's what we do. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah, you got to get in that mindset. Well done. Kuchek, you have arrived at the town gate, but it's closed. What do you do? Uh, I can't even imagine you think I would say anything other than lift the gate with my mighty arms. Yeah. Uh, you can't. You are still carrying the woman above your head. You forgot you were doing that, and you've been carrying her around for five minutes. Uh, Ismina yells at you to stop carrying the woman, so you put her down. She still does not wake up. Okay. Okay. Well, the, um, the, the gate I feel like is still I was closed. Tricked. I feel like this happens to barbarians a lot, but I was tricked. Yes. You were tricked by forgetting about stuff. That you did. <laughs> you were tricked by memory. Short-term memory. Uh, the gate is still closed. The both of you, are your hands are free now. What do you do? I, I feel like we, we each take one side of the gate and lift, lift it bodily like the whole wall. Ooh, not a bad idea. Lift the, the rest of the castle and not the gate. Yeah. You, the gate would never see that coming. And then go around the gate that's still there. Uh-huh. You have good instincts. These are good instincts to like know that lifting is not quite enough. Uh, you both decide to ram it with your heads <laughs> together. Okay. So you team up, you sync up, you very carefully, you know, line up and charge towards the gate and uh, ram it down with pure B force. But Ismina just opens it. Uh, you both oh, charge through with no resistance now. You stumble and fall in the middle of the street. You're laying down in the street. A guard sees you. What do you do? Uh, let's invent a move here, dear brother, where one of us throws the other. I vote, you throw me. Yeah, I'm I'm all over this. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, what? you got to name this move. What do you call it? Ooh. Uh, let's see the uh, is is there a barbarian word for torpedoes? I like that. You get to make it up. The barbarian shuffle. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. There you go. I like that. Uh, okay, remember you have just stumbled and fallen in the middle of the street, dead center of the street. You're laying in the dust. A guard sees you. Uh, the answer is you both pretend to be asleep. This works. Oh, we've got the cloaks. Yeah, we just pull the cloaks up over ourselves. That, that oh, makes sense. I forgot I didn't about even the cloaks. have to specify that. That's exactly what you do. Oh, my God, you're so good. You know, you're you guys are just rocking this game. You, you led into this, telling us this was, you know, implying this was a stupid film. Mm -hmm. But it's all internally logical still. 
Right. Yep. You just have to use stupid logic, yeah. and then it makes smart sense. <laughs> All right. You have entered the town, and Kadar's forces are everywhere. Things look grim. Gore. A guard turns to you and looks at you. He almost recognizes you. What do you do? Ooh, uh, twist his head off and steal his clothes. Good I'm barbarian instincts. Uh, I'm sorry. The answer is you make out with your own twin brother for an uncomfortably <laughs> long time. Well, well, well. <laughs> this took a change. Seriously. You are not dressed as women. You are not. One of you is not dressed more as a woman. You just are huge twins and uh, you make out with each other. And uh, one of you, one of you is way more into it than the other. <laughs> I won't say which. It's Kuchak. <laughs> I've been Kuchak. intrigued the whole time. I was wondering when we finally get to the bit where we make out. Yep. Kuchak, you're into it. Uh, this works. This, this works completely. Why wouldn't the man? It? Is the guard in, is the guard into it? Uh, he leaves, but not because he's disgusted or confused. He, it's very clearly shown that he's just disinterested in hulky mm. twin makeout sessions in the middle of the road. Like he's seen, yeah, so many that this just doesn't even get it up for him anymore. Hmm. And that'll make sense in a second, because you continue down the road, and you immediately spot a tent full of orgy. There is a small tent. It's in the middle of the street, chock full of orgy. What do you do? Kuchek, what do you do? Oh, well, I mean, we just warmed up for exactly this. We go into the orgy. Yeah, that that seems unquestionable. Ooh, sort of right. Uh, the answer is you stick your head in there and make more walrus noises. <laughs> uh, they love it. Everybody at the orgy loves it. Uh, but you do not join. You just leave. This has no bearing on anything. Oh, man, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> It's a pretty strange decision. Kuchek, I don't know why you did that. <laughs> All right, to the bolt. But now I can do the walrus sound. Do it. No, I mean, like, I, I'm just making sure that my twin can now do the walrus sound. Because earlier you he can... was the only one who did it. That's true. You are both doing walrus noises. This okay. is your thing. Well, I just wanted or, to add that to my tricks. Or my perhaps abilities. I can't tell them apart and the movie didn't specify. That's so, another good point. So for all intents and purposes, since I am your barbarian master, you have just learned walrus noise. Uh, mark that down in your spell slots. I do. I have it down already. That's, that's uh, a good you one. Can use I have it as noise. A, a cantrip, so I can just use it at will. <laughs> oh, I was going to give it to you as a first level and maybe like three times a day, but... I can change it. barbarian instincts. Take a barbarian point. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you are right. You will need it a lot. Yeah. Uh, you have both arrived at the secret tunnel. It is blocked by a huge rock. What do you do? Um, oh, brother, I, I, you know what we need to do here. Yeah, we, we lift. We lift the yeah, rock. We lift the rock. Yeah, of course you lift it. <laughs> this is, yeah. I, I mean, you were expecting kind of a twist to this scene because you've lifted so many things, but no, man. Yeah, no. Just no. A, we, we probably good... make walrus sounds while we're doing it. No, like you, you don't. You just lift it in silence. It's just uh. a nice lift opportunity, and you both agree to take it. Like, that's not even fanfare is made out of it. You just kind of... Kind of lift it together and throw it aside. So we do let it. We're not going to carry this around on accident. Nope. Okay. Not good. carrying this one. I have specified good. Get a barbarian point. Thank you. Good barbarian instincts. Just question whether or not you are still carrying things. <laughs> I'm a fast. You're so learner. stupid that that is an issue. Uh, Ismina, before you enter, Ismina warns you that Kadar has become so in love with Queen Canary that he has neglected all his other women in his harem. Be careful in there, she warns you with a knowing wink. She specifically wants you to fuck your way through this rescue mission, so please keep that in mind. Noted. Yep. Okay. If you could write that down on your character sheets, maybe. Oh, yeah. It's I, already written. I okay. feel like my special abilities would not include lovemaking just because I grew up in a dog cage for most of my life, and the only person I've made out with is my uh, twin brother. Right. You, you are both virgins, and if you're not, it's a tragedy, not a success story. Uh... You have invaded the king's private harem. Naked women are asleep everywhere. What do you, as barbarian brothers that have never seen women, do? Walrus noises. Eat. Maximum volume <laughs> walrus noises. Oh, yeah. A, a, a duet. <laughs> Just a croaking duet. 
like frogs at night. Uh, no, the answer is you cover them with your cloak like gentlemen. Aww. After a light grope. Well, that's... That, again, that's also very Conan. Yeah, that's, that's about as, yep. as best as we could expect from that. Yep. Yeah. That, that's, your, that's your chivalry. That's barbarian I'm both happy chivalry. and disappointed that it ended like that. Yep. Yeah. That's what you get. All right. So Queen Canary is in a cage in the middle of the room. How, and you find her easily, but she will not leave. She knows that Kadar will follow her wherever she goes. Instead, she tells you to retrieve the ruby, which the old man hid in a place called Lime Tree in the Forbidden Lands. That's where your ancestors buried the gold in exchange for the belly stone of happiness. <laughs> right? It's all coming together. This is good so screenwriting. We, we buried it. Like, in exchange for the ruby, it wasn't give the money to someone and buy the ruby. It was go bury the gold in exchange. In a swamp. For- okay. Yeah. I, I guess it's and- <clears throat> I guess it's our fault for not asking who we traded it to at the beginning. Yep. You see the barbarian problem right there. Yes. You, we- you've got to check if you're carrying something. You've got to check if there's a person to trade for. Okay. Uh, otherwise, you're just going to bury shit like dogs. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she also tells you that the belly stone is guarded by a fierce dragon and nobody can defeat him without the sacred weapons, which are hidden in the tomb of the ancient king. I bet that dragon is in such a good mood. (laughs) Uh, Just write all that down. It's all relevant information. Oh, yeah, Uh sure, sure, sure. Mm -hmm. I put it all down. Yeah, got it. You have all of the information you need and it's time to leave, but you're forgetting something. Gore... You forgot your cloak, the one you stole and never needed. What do you do? Did can I can I get it back from the sleeping naked harem women? Ooh, you can try. Uh, you <laughs> you try to retrieve it. Uh, this wakes the woman, and you are oh, no. instantly molested by the entire harem. Uh, you love this, of course. Kuchek, <laughs> they tackle you into the woman pile as well. What do you do? I lift the women. Oh, the one time, I mean, you had him, you had it as a cantrip. You make walrus noises. All of these women pile on top of you and you begin going. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, this, Uh, this could be our moment to shine. We could juggle them all. Oh, there you go. Using all those. You forgot that you had that. You had a plus two proficiency in juggling. I bet a harem would really like to be juggled. Yeah. Well, you've already lifted one woman. It wouldn't be out of character. Okay, so we we cut away from this scene as all of the women ride atop you and you make erotic walrus noises. Uh, We do expressly cut back to Queen Canary still in her cage to show that she's watching you. Her precious children, I guess, bang every woman she's ever known. Okay. Uh, Is she making a move to like get in on this? No, she's in a cage still. She just she just expressly watches you get down. Uh, Okay. We wanted you to know that your mom likes it when you bang. it's a, yeah, real, you, it's a real nice movie. I like this movie. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. classy. Very classy. <laughs> so you escape the city without further incident. I know it really seems like there should have been further incident there, mm-hmm. but there's not. Uh, however, after you leave, one of the harem girls, who I guess you didn't bang good enough, told the evil sorceress China your plans, and uh, she gathers her forces, and they follow you. Oh, no. Hmm. Yeah, Kadar, however, is furious because before she left, she whipped Queen Canary, whom he loves. So he follows her in a rage. So you have two rival forces, Kadar's and the evil sorceresses, following you, but they kind of hate each other. Okay. If we could could yojimbo them. If we were smarter, we could use this to our advantage. Mm, I don't think it's going to work out. Remember that you're probably not. However, remember that everybody is at least, at least as stupid as you. You have outsmarted several people. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You have arrived at the tomb of the ancient king. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. There are more big rocks to move. What do you do? Oh, yeah. Mm. We got this. Last Last time I lifted and I was wrong, uh... This time I'm going to be right when I say walrus noises. Can can we do a combo? Walrus noises and lifting? That should do it. Uh, half credit. Uh, hell yeah, you lift. You just lift it. It's another good lift scene. Uh, nice. Get some close-ups on them muscles twitching, but no comments or no reasoning for this. Just a good lift scene and you toss it aside. All right. 
This world was really not prepared for two dudes to just be really strong. No. Nope. It was not made for two dudes to be strong and sometimes working together and not very smart. Oh, I, there's a werewolf. Sorry. There's a werewolf. Werewolf snatches Ismina. Kuchek, what do you do? Uh, well, I have dealt with uh, dog battles before. I throw a stick at the nearest non-dog. <laughs> good, good logic. I'm going to give you a barbarian point for that. You oh, tried nice. to learn. But it's not quite correct. Uh, you pull its arm straight off. Like, it's not even going to fight. The werewolf jumps out. Jesus. You pull its arm off. And then you make walrus noises at it. Oh. it right at the werewolf. Uh, this is the end of the segment. You just fucking wrecked that werewolf. And he it cuts to him real quick, and he looks real sad about it. I, oh, what a great movie. Yeah, this is fantastic. Uh, the sorceress China is way better at, like, all of this than you. She has arrived at the ruby already. Uh, it, Lime Tree, the Forbidden Land, it's like two city blocks and she just found it. Oh. Didn't we have like two or three quests we had to go on first? Oh yeah, you still yeah, got to do them. And, and, uh, she's <laughs> already there. Those weapons. So she's dealing with the dragon? Uh, not quite yet. The undead rise from the swamp and attack her men, but she does not give a shit. She snatches the ruby and the dragon awakes. <sighs> actual dragon. I, I bet you thought this wasn't the kind of movie with an actual dragon budget. Mm. And you were right. <laughs> How's it not. look? <laughs> uh, okay, so you you were in there. You got in the tomb. You fucked up that werewolf so bad. Like, maybe more than you needed to. Uh, you have claimed the sacred weapons of the king. Kuchek, uh, mark this down. You now have a golden axe. Golden axe. Oh, Perfect. Dang. Gore, you get a golden sword. Oh, yeah. And And you both do a little bit where, like... I want the act. No, I want the sword. And then you trade, and then you trade back, and one of you's happy, and the other's, you know, classic bit. Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, uh, Ismina is there, and she has a bow. Uh, remember that, too. Because it's time for another werewolf attack. He has regenerated <laughs> his arms. What do you do? Uh, I tear them off again. Uh, agreed. Oh, each one In gets an arm. <laughs> that would be great. The internal logic would be so wonderful. It, both of you marked down barbarian points, and in fact... You just barbarian level. Oh, yeah. I've, <laughs> yes. I've been waiting for you this both get all night. One extra walrus noise, even though they're unlimited, and one extra lift, even though they're unlimited. Noise. <sighs> My favorite. Plus one lift. Unlimited plus one walrus noises and lift. I know uh, the werewolf attacks. Uh, he's roaring. He's roaring in power and fury in the, in the entranceway. Is Mina shoots him with an arrow before he's finished roaring. He falls over, dead. Uh, Gore, you then lop off his head. He never did anything and never stood any kind of chance. Yeah, he just was a oh, he was a, he was him. living in a bad neighborhood apparently. Uh, you now have a werewolf head. Oh, what we're taking we're keeping it. Oh, yeah. Oh, could I like uh, what do you do with that werewolf head? Can I balance it on my shoulder to make it look like I have a second head? That'll be a good way you to tell us apart too. Yeah, yeah. Because he's you know the what? one with a werewolf second werewolf head. You know what? I'm, I'm going to count that as correct because the real answer is you mock it extensively. <laughs> uh, well, you make walrus noises, so. walrus noises in its face. Uh, you shake it around. You, you pretend to bark and howl and snarl and spit at it. Uh, Ismina is just kind of bored of this. I have, shit, a, I have just... a quick production question. Do you think this scene was ad-libbed by the Barbarian Brothers? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say okay. yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say like after about a minute, everything is is improvised by them <laughs> perhaps i'm perhaps i'm even being over generous this may have been entirely improv they may have written this for all i know yeah i was gonna ask is there a writer credited in on this movie oh probably uh but i still don't think <laughs> he did genius. it. i think i think they threw it away and we're just like i'm not gonna let some nerd that words tell me what to do with just stupid writing we're gonna do this shit so you are now in the swamps of Lime Tree, the Forbidden Lands. You are near the ruby, and the undead attack you. What do you... No, you just fucking rocked them. You rocked them all. You rocked them all with one punch. They were no challenge. Nothing challenges you. You're just fortresses of pecs and quads. Uh, you're also some more of Sorcerer's China's men come up, and you fucking demolish them too, and then high five about it. You're the best. I love it. I, I like the high five. That's really good. Nothing has ever challenged you. You're beginning to think... Nothing ever will. Have we? And then there is did a Did we dragon. remember to drop the wolf wolfman head? No, you still have that somewhere. Oh, nice. okay. I'm assuming it's not specifically shown, but unless you drop something, you're carrying it. It's we, in, we've established that. It's in my loincloth. <laughs> there is a dragon now. 
it's uh, so goofy. It's a, <laughs> it's kind of like a penis turtle, but with like a skin dog head, but more lovable in that sense. I didn't like any of those motion. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like a Muppet of that, so it's kind of cute. Okay. It's a kind of a cute penis turtle with a skin dog head. Well, I don't want to look it up because I don't want to spoil any of the, you know, Act Three. Yeah, you can look you can look all of this up and get your your barbarian fill later. Uh, right now. Remember, you have the sacred weapon. You have a werewolf head, apparently. You might have a woman you're still carrying. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> you are just an unstoppable train of push-ups and squat thrusts. Ready. You are faced with a dragon. Nothing has ever challenged you. What do you do? Uh, it feels like you're leading us into something unexpected, but barbarians don't do the unexpected. We walrus noise. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to agree. In fact, I might even set my golden sword aside specifically, uh, and then do walrus noises. I like the instinct to throw your weapon away. I'm going to give you three barbarian points for that. Uh, no, for some reason, you both run away and yeah. hide in a hole. Yeah, and you let I, knew, the... I knew you were trying to lead us to that. Uh, it's a double trap. Uh, you let Ismina just lead the dragon over the hole for mm-hmm. you, so she takes all of the risk, while you two stab it from below like cowards, and uh, you... Still completely rock this dragon. Okay, and good. Receive absolutely no resistance and are never in danger. Do we at least do we at least get covered with uh, dragon blood or anything, or is that not Hell in the budget? Yes, you do. Okay, <laughs> you get just you. You it's like you said. I don't know on television. You just get covered in goop. Uh, however, there is now a dead dragon over your hole. What do you do? Oh, oh man, what? <laughs> how are we going to get out of this one, Gore? I can't even imagine. <laughs> I need um, that answer. Uh, maybe, maybe, would you like to lift or walrus noise? I, uh, both, obviously. <laughs> Same. Let's do it. I think the walrus noises might give you extra power, or at least perhaps are how you vent your excess power. Yeah, that does. That makes internal logic. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. This whole thing. Uh, anyway. Yeah, echoes lifting... might kill us in this enclosed space, though. Uh, <laughs> somehow lifting is not the answer. Uh, you instead climb inside the dragon, okay. where you find the sorceress China, already dead in its stomach, and the ruby is just sitting there, so you take it. That's ha- Things just work out for you. It's very yeah, you're so, too bad. You're so big, you're so fucking big, you just generate luck like it's gravity. <laughs> and that's seriously how one of the two main villains dies, off screen, and you just find her corpse, and then you get the ruby. Good job. Dang. All right. Let's crawl out, what do you think, crawl out the mouth or the butt? Uh, one out of each, obviously. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I'll take the butt. Uh, that part isn't shown, so I'm gonna assume that they do exactly that. Yeah. And uh, just reverse tag team this dragon. <laughs> yeah, we high five, and then I go out the butt, he goes out the mouth. Reverse Eiffel Tower, nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you are now sending uh, Kara away with the ruby to bring it to your people. Uh, you you have said Kara forgotten. again. I Yeah, you... Who's Kara? There's a reason. We are, we are, we are at this okay. point. You forgot to make it a big reveal that Ismina is Kara, and you have car- called her Kara just several times uh, okay. on the incident. Okay. And now you both just know that she's Kara, where it is never specifically stated. That's fair. So, okay. yeah, she's the girl when you were playing when you were kids. That makes sense. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got it now. It's kind of played like she might not know this, but that would be crazy, so it's never addressed. Yeah. Uh, Kara has the ruby, and she is bringing it back to your people. She now leaves, just two barbarian brothers on their own having a good time. <clears throat> she she well, doesn't want to be around us anymore. <laughs> Kadar has arrived in the Forbidden Lands, and uh, Queen Canary is with him, and she uses her magic on him to force him to kill her. Whoa. There's no second step. She dies. A t- twist. Huh. Because she wanted to. Uh, the ruby huh. goes dark in Kara's hands when Kanari dies, and she has found your people, and they all despair. Their, their happiness is gone. Huh. Gone well, from the world. That's a real yeah. bummer. Yeah. Meanwhile, you, you two are still in the lime tree swamps. Uh, there is hissing gas around you. Gore, uh, what do you do? Mm. I uh, try to dissipate the gas by swinging my golden sword. So close. Uh, you yell at it, and this works. The gas stops. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and now to the both of you. You are ambushed by Kadar. He charges at you on horseback. What do you do? Oh, God. Huh. Can, 
I think lifting might be a pretty good idea. Yeah. Do we still have a dragon corpse nearby? Uh, we didn't specify that you dropped it, so I'm going to assume. Can we can we lift, <laughs> carrying it with you. lift the dragon corpse and throw it at Kadar? Great barbarian logic. Uh, you, get, uh, you get another barbarian point. However, that's not correct. Uh, the answer is he's charging you. Uh, it's a big dramatic moment. The answer is you do nothing. Uh, you just appear to be confused by loud noises and wild shapes. That does. Yeah. That doesn't sound like us. It feels like our whole life is loud noises and crazy shapes. Mo- Except for this. Mostly you're, you're made by us. unprepared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because okay. somebody else is making them. Uh, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That, that is confusing now that you explain it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we, we do this. You don't, you, you don't do this. Okay, so he's charging it. No, wait, he stopped. Uh, now he sheathes his sword and he turns around. He walks his horse backward towards you for a few steps and then waits with his back turned to you. What do you do? Uh, this is, uh, this, this feels like a trap of some kind. Um, this, this feels like the most obvious trap that's ever been set up. Yeah, which means obviously I'm going to go stab him in the back. Correct. You you oh, okay. both do not care or catch on that it's a trap. Uh, you're not worried about honor. You're barbarians. You don't have honor. You have biceps. Mm-hmm. So you approach to kill him from behind. When all of a sudden the trap is sprung, Kadar turns around and stabs you. That's oh. the trap, is that he <laughs> stabs you. That is pretty clever. Well, well played, yeah, Kadar. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I can't be mad at this guy. <laughs> now you're both stabbed and he charges again. What do you do? Well, nothing will, worked last time. I'll give time. you it. I'll give you a hint on this one. Remember, this is a Conan ripoff. <laughs> okay, I know what to do now. We're punching that horse. Oh, You're fucking yeah. punching that horse. That's exactly what you do. Good. You gotta have a horse punching scene in a Conan ripoff. Good call. All right, he is unhorsed. And it turns out Kadar has a crossbow this whole time. And he just remembered to pull it out. What I punched do do? the horse again. I am. I have not stopped. You're still, you don't even know. You don't even see this. You're just over there beating that horse to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense to me. You're both, oh, you're tag, tag teaming this horse. Too. Yep, yep. <laughs> get, Dropping get flying that nice elbows. twin rhythm. Bash, 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 bash. <laughs> uh, no, the, the, that's a great answer. I actually want to give you both 10 barbarian points. You've leveled up Fantastic. again. Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, you, you, of course, still have the werewolf head. The werewolf head will now speak to your enemies and warn them against fucking okay. with you. Dang. Werewolf head yeah. gains. Don't fuck with me. Speech. Well, fuck with these guys, man. Like it's, I, was, I was just fronting in. They really fucked me up bad. Um, don't do it. Can I, can I flex hard enough to break his crossbow from like a distance? Uh, I will allow that as a secondary bonus action. Uh, you do have flex <laughs> as a bonus action at all times. Uh, but no, you. the answer is you both give up. You just put your weapons down, you puff out your chests, and you wait for death. Wow. This works. <laughs> Kadar's crossbow just jams. So you throw your sword into, your, into his chest, killing him, and that's it. That's the final fight. That's how oh. the other major villain of this movie dies. It's amazing. He pulls out a crossbow. Uh, it's clear he only has one bolt, and you both just say, all right, well, I'm dead. And then his crossbow jams, and you kill him. I'm concerned that there were no other stakes in the movie. Like the There gem were is, never stakes. The, the, the gem is inert. In this yeah. <laughs> like, everyone we know is fine, give or take uh, their magic gem, but... Uh, you'll be relieved to hear the ruby lights up again. Oh. Oh, okay. That's good. I didn't and even now, know that was on the table. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not explained why that happened. Uh, that means the Ragnicks can choose another queen. So they gather all the virgins of the tribe, which I guess is a requirement for their stripper queen who wears this thing in her belly button. Does, that was us do, until does like this 20 in, minutes ago. Does this include us? Yeah. Or, no, we banged all uh, those ladies no. at the harem. Oh, that's right. The harem. Right. Okay. Yeah, you banged them in front of your mother, remember? <laughs> oh, that's uh, right. So you're as far from a virgin, I and I, I would argue that what you did to that dragon also counts. So like, we we also no, watched no, we also watched our mom commit suicide. Like this has been a traumatic week. Yeah, we really and grew you up don't today. care. You don't care about any of it. 
Uh, it turns out there are only two virgins in this entire tribe of sexy entertainers who clearly just travel from village to village fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ebar, the leader of the tribe, he places the happiness ruby in each one's belly button, but it does not stay. Uh, that means they're not queen. If the jewel doesn't stay in the stripper's belly button, they're not queen. Or they're not virgins and they lied. Yeah. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this whole thing is very flexible because next they hold Kara down. Uh, she protests the whole time and it's a kind of an uncomfortable scene as yeah, they grab her like, and hold her down. I don't like this. I'd and, like to do one uh, one walrus noise to mm. express my displeasure. Uh, you're not here yet. You, well, you my walrus killed... noise carries pretty well. It just, uh, that's true. I'll, I'll let you do it if you can do the walrus noise. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. All right, I'll allow it. Everybody looks up suddenly and it's just thrown by this walrus noise. <laughs> but then they go right back to it. Uh, they try to force the ruby on her. She complains that she's not a virgin, right? Oh, okay. And then Ebar says, well, this is no time for subtleties. So like... I guess he's implying maybe she's only done, like, hand stuff. Maybe butt okay. stuff. I don't know she's, she's, what this is. She's only gotten to third base. But this is the reasonable. rule of, like, it's very flexible. This, this ruby has some real flexible definitions of virginity. Uh, they place the ruby in her belly button. It stays, and she is an involuntary queen. And now she's voluntary, though. She loves it. Hmm. Okay, good. I don't like that message, but she. But there it is. None of this makes me happy here. This is a bad ending. <laughs> no. To a, a grand adventure. <clears throat> well, we're not we're not quite there. We got a little bit to go. So it stays, and she is queen. Okay. Your people now, with their queen and the power of happiness, are st- are out looking for you. But you have gotten lost in the forbidden lands. What do you do? Ooh, I, I I assume we lift like, something forbidden. Yeah, I think I'm on pins and needles here. Uh, walrus noise might be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, the werewolf head. Uh. Maybe. Isn't super handy, but I think we should have it out just in case. Yeah, like um, like hold it in front of us, like it's like a lantern or something. I, okay, uh, what are you what are you doing? Walrus noise. Mm. Seven out of ten. Thank volume. you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you you are just. I'm so proud of you. Yes, your people are looking for you. You're lost in the forbidden lands, and you make the loudest walrus noise yet. Does everybody have a walrus noise? You want to make one? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That is how your people find you. And uh, that's the last major problem of the movie solved. With walrus noises. You've (laughs) used them perfectly. Uh, They find you. You're reunited. You have a new queen. Your people are saved. You're all riding off on a wagon together. Now, your brother has just made kind of a smirky joke. It's the end of the movie. What do you do? Uh, Noogie? Oh, yeah. Full punch to the face. Ooh, you freeze frame while credits roll, boys. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Should have seen that coming. That, that freeze frame really saved you from a punch, Gore. Uh, yeah, that probably would have happened afterwards. <laughs> and you have just beaten the barbarians. Congratulations. You are both excellent level three, I believe, barbarians. Yeah, I think I ended up with 21 barbarian points I, when it was all said and done. Weirdly, I think I got 21 as well. Oh, fantastic. We are twins. Perfect twins. Uh, perfect twins. That's so good. <laughs> I I was really kind of hoping that the very end was going to be some kind of twist in that uh, the uh, that Kadar was the good guy the whole time and our village just really sucked. I mean, I think an argument could be made for that. Like, I don't do really know who the hero in, is. They do live in the weeds and hang intruders. Like everything yeah. they had was gone and now they're just savage murderers. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Who decide on their queen by tying one down until a gem sticks on them. And you're you're just also trained meat weapons that uh, have committed at least light sexual assault so far. Although it turns out they were later into it. I still don't think that's okay. I think technically we're the victims of sexual assault. Yeah, yeah it's both. It, it can be both. <laughs> it can be both. All right. Well, that's it for the podcast. Uh, I have I have a proposition here. Do you guys... Want to freeze frame to credits? Uh, yeah. Oh, sweet. All right. Well, uh, I'll count us down. Three, two, one. Freeze frame. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt. It's a podcast now. Und mit maximalem Schau. Doc Frankfurt Podcast. Correct. Yeah.
The Cosmoverse is in trouble once again. Evil Count Spatula and his Star Boys have captured Princess Aether, and it's up to the Supremes to save her now. The universe needs Wienertron! To your lion, Three Finger Louie, Adrian H, Alpha Scientist Jabo, Armando Nava, Uform, The Head, Aiden Moat, Benjamin Sironin, Brandon Garlock, Bim Talzer, You're the Left Leg, Brianne Whitney, Rockway Loves the Meat Millie, Dr. Awkward, Chad, You're the Right Leg, Eric Spaulding, Dean Costello, Chase McPherson, You Pilot, The Right Arm, Chris Brower, K&M, Laziest Man on Mars, Curious Glare, you're on left arm duty. Dan B, you're the left hand. Jellaho, Ken Paisley. Hambone, you're on torso patrol. Haraka, Hot Fart. Jaber Al Aiden, you're, uh, you're the right hand. Patrick Herbst, Rev, John Dean. Left foot, John McCammon, right foot, John Minkoff, Josh Fabian, Josh S is, uh, the gyrating hips, Mark, Matt Cortez, Matt Riley, you're the heart, Mike Styles, Moju, ND, Neil Bailey, you're the brain, Neil Schaefer, you're the guts. Nick Ralston, you're the pancreas. Everything needs a pancreas. Nick H. Rhiannon. Rich Joslin, you're the id. Sarkovsky, you're the ego. Donald Finney. Timmy Leahy. Tommy G, we can't do this without you. You're the, uh, the hair. Toasty God. Aaron Croston. Tom Sakula, we need you too. B, the glasses, Fancy Shark, Yosarian, and Cyril, you're the third leg. You know what I mean, Cyril. Look, I'm trying to be a gentleman here, but fine, you get in that cock line.